Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Everyone in our country has a voice. It's something that says not just where you come from, but who you are. Welcome to NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of podcasts and a celebration of the hosts in journalism who've always spoken truth to power. Our voices are as varied, nuanced, and dynamic as the Black experience. And stories should never be about us without us. Find NPR Black Stories, Black Truths on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up, hold up! Baller alert! Baller alert! Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Baller Alert Show. Baller Alert, Baller Alert, welcome to the Baller Alert Show podcast, the first show of 2023. By the name of Ferrari Simmons. Hey, besties, it's Sue Solo. OCT, what What's up, guys? How Happy was your, New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. How was you guys' New Year? It's our Jordan year, guys. Like, it's 2023. Facts. I'm still tired as hell. Um, obviously, I was out in these streets, had some Hennessy parties, had some Moet parties. I did a private dinner for Ty Young. I'm exhausted. Uh, Party with Glorilla at Republic. Gifted her some really dope Hennessy stuff. And I slept Glorilla. all day. Oh. All day. The second was a day full of sleep and recovery. And by the grace of God, it worked because I feel really good. And I'm excited to be back at work. Hey, y'all. Yes. How was it for y'all? Cold. It was good. It was good. Cold. Uh, got stuck it in the mountain nice. on Christmas. Uh, oh. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, I saw good. you were like in a jacuzzi. Yeah, it was uh, 20 degrees out there. It was in uh, Blue Ridge. Went up there with the family, had a good time, enjoyed myself. Then I started suffering some vertigo or something. I went to the doctor and, yeah, so I'm dealing with some vertigo or whatever the hell that shit is. So I got to take care of myself. Okay, Lord Jesus. New Year's Eve, I was with you. We were together New Year's Eve at Aroma Lounge. For my second part of my night. That was nuts. Sent out 60 bottles that night. We went crazy. One time for Team Moet. Yes. uh, Team Hennessy. Town. It was lit. You guys get ready. You guys ready? Yeah. Yep. Always. Just in case you missed it. All right. Uh, let's start the show off with prayers up to Damar Hamlin. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the video. Mm-hmm. I actually saw the game. I saw it happen live, and um, I played football in high school. Never played college or professional, but um, just a a fan of the sport. Um, definitely prayers up to Damar Hamlin. Uh, that was very scary. I've never seen anything like that live on TV before. We've heard it. Um, I've seen a NBA player. I've seen a video of an NBA player in 1990, I believe. He fell, had a heart attack. I forget the player's name. Please forgive me. But um, last night, or when that happened on Monday Night Football between the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals, 
that was very, 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 very scary. So when I read the headline, what I thought immediately was the player who got tackled was the person who fell Correct. out, right? But then when I saw the clip, I saw that it was... He did the tackling. He did the tackling, right? Yeah. So I watched it over and over again yeah. and... um Stood up and then he just dropped life. You can see it immediately. Like when he stands up, he's like fumbling, you know, he, he's he's can't keep his feet um, steady on the ground and then he just falls back and that was really scary to see and he's young too he's Thanks. young 24. 24 years old so do we know what it actually is like what caused it was probably it? a heart attack right uh, cardiac ca- arrest as of right now cardiac sure. arrest but there's no information being told anything else at the moment do y'all think it's in result to football or do you think he may wow I mean that was a very heavy hit um, and Again, when you put that equipment on, there is warnings mm-hmm. on that equipment that I mean, football is injured. the most dangerous sport anyway, mm-hmm. in my you know? opinion. And it's not just on the helmet. That was a chest blow. Um, my God. So that was, yeah, it was very disheartening. Um, prayers to, and you know, his mom was there. She saw it. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was away. So they weren't in Buffalo. He plays for the Buffalo mm-hmm. Bills. They were in Cincinnati. His mom was there. She rolled him to the hospital. I believe he's at the University of Cincinnati's hospital. And um, we're just waiting like everybody else. I love how fans on both sides yes. of the spectrum were outside of the hospital, you know, praying for him, wishing him a speedy recovery. Uh, but Skip Bayless made me mad with his with his little yeah. tweet. He pissed me off. Like, how are they going to not continue the game? And then he kind of switches the the script when he's like, it's so sad what we saw happening. You didn't give a damn. People don't care. They just want to, you know, win. It's so insensitive. And I want to say that's the first time I've seen an NFL game be canceled. Mm-hmm. I've never seen an NFL game stop. Uh, I've seen a, a NFL game be postponed due to weather. But I've never seen, and then I've I've seen some NFL games not happen because of hurricanes and stuff like that. Right. And then they will happen at a later date. This is the first time that a game where something like that happened and people walked off and said, "We're not playing." Why the do you think that is? That. Why? Uh, because at that particular moment, people realize that there are humans playing the mm-hmm. game and they're not warriors. It's not your favorite team. It's not. Mm-hmm. They're not gladiators. These are human beings and. It humanized everything. You, yeah, it, it was hard. It was I mean, tough. Think about all the players who suffer concussions on a daily basis, who never, you know, who get really injured. You know, as soon as they are done playing mm-hmm. the sport, it's very dangerous. I think, like I said, I think football is the most dangerous sport out there. I think overall, people are just tired of acting like they're not people. Like, yeah. we are not superhuman. We are normal. These are athletes. They're regular people. And I think, you know, you talk about concussions and stuff. Like, how long had that been swept under the rug? Those conversations are still just now coming to light where it's always been like a hush, hush, keep it quiet, don't say shit type of thing. And they're tired of it. Take care of these people. Yeah. And come to think about it, over the weekend, or actually on New Year's Eve, UGA versus um, Ohio State the kicker missed the kick and he cost them the game but you gotta remember that was a human these are humans playing yeah and it's just a game yeah that's and true. you you remember that now when you see something like this happen it kind of just justifies that this is just a game yeah. and these kids and young men get up and go home to their families but mm-hmm. this one that didn't may happen not. this one may not 
So um, definitely prayers out for Damar Hamlin. And uh, also, uh, he had a um, charitable organization, I believe, that was set for $2,500. It is now over $3 million Mm. in donations for his charitable uh, cause. So um, please keep donating. It's on his page. Um, And yeah, damn. Okay, hard to move on from that. So Diddy welcomes new baby love, Sean Combs. Can we get some yes, snaps for the baby's love? So pretty, and I love the name. I love the baby's baby. Baby just popped out of nowhere to me. I mean, yeah, no, probably we were, to most of us. Yeah, we were off when um, he revealed uh, the baby, mm-hmm. um, and we were off too when Rihanna revealed her baby, mm-hmm. uh, which is so precious. But we didn't even know that he had a baby on the way. It's a lot of things we don't know about love you and know. the love that he spreads across the nation. Interesting. And he said he's not done. You ain't done. That is what's up. Is it, Harry? I don't know. <laughs> it seems like Carisha ain't phased. It doesn't seem like any of the women are phased. They all know about each up. other. City yeah. Girls are still up. She is not there for that time. She's there for a good time. Child, listen, ain't nothing wrong with how these people choose to express love. They all good with it. They they having a good time. Hell, Nick Cannon just welcomed his 12th baby. Yeah. You know, they they know what's going on. But I didn't know he spun the block a, co- a couple of times, too. I didn't know that yeah. it, it was a couple of the mothers of his kids that have two. He has three kids with Abby. Yes. Out in LA, the twins, and then the latest daughter, beautiful. And then he has this 12th okay. child with Nick Cannon. Yes, he Nick has. Yeah, so my Diddy. Um, yeah. yeah. I didn't know he spun the block. With, yeah. Even yeah. though he has, he has 12 birth kids. 12. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Some of them are duck. I think it's only four or five baby mamas, right? Yeah, correct. It's not a lot, but like he said, those are his friends. So like when he was down, and you know they comfort him in a different way. Hey man. I'm just saying, and and same goes for Diddy. Like Mm -hmm. he said, when he had his kids, they were his friends. So shout out to friends. Love is love. Uh, Love is love. Speaking of love, I don't know if this is love or betrayal. Thoughts of the YSL case because it's some people signing plea deals Mm -hmm. and becoming free. What do you think about that? Uh, I don't know. I think the court is still open. I don't know if these things were orchestrated or if these things were betrayal. Uh, I am very confused at what's going on and um, it's very, uh, because I I do believe that certain people have to testify in court. Um, They do have an amendment right to say that they can plead the fifth, Mm -hmm. correct? And then they also... Ain't nobody pleaded the fifth though. Everybody talking. So people are going to testify. (laughs) I'm scared. I'm nervous. I can't wait to see it. I'm anxious. I am all of the above. I ain't gonna lie to you. I can't wait. I'm scared for him. I'm scared. He, He gonna get a minimum of 20 or he gonna get life. Mm. That's what it look like it's gonna be right now. And I am scared for this man. For Young Thug. Yes. What? Do, okay, but my question is, what does it mean for everyone that's pleading out? It what means is they mean? free. They just free. They just free. They just outside They're on probation free. for a very long time, so they can't even sneeze inappropriately. Oh, they going back. Or if they go, Damn, correct me if I'm wrong, I am not a lawyer. Please do not quote me. But I do believe part of the law is when they plea out, if they lie about something that they plead out on they go to jail that part I do believe is correct so if they do testify if that happens and we shall see what do you think about Gunna I don't know I mean I still feel like Gunna shouldn't have been arrested to begin or at least held for that long Um, it doesn't really seem like they had much on him uh, I don't know. Gunner's case seems yeah, a little. He doesn't, I, when I, yeah, reading the sheet, well, I believe he didn't. He they didn't really had, have anything on him. They didn't really have anything on Gunner. But Thug, 
What? It sounds like oh, mm-hmm. I don't know, Ferrari. It sounds a I little. Saw, I did see a clip of Thug looking at somebody crazy when they were in court. Uh, yeah, he was like, "Damn, damn, for real, for real." <laughs> like, I mean, it's gotta suck though. That's gotta suck, bro. To see all your partners. All right, let's be real now, okay? I, the 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 whole street code of like don't snitch, uh, snitch and all this stuff. Like honestly, you snitching when people are facing twenty to life. In, don't put yourself in that situation. That part I hear yeah. you, but listen, they do. They be in the situations, and then when the situation gets real, they show their real ass and they do what they got to do to get home to their families. Do I'm not saying dirt, it's right. I'm just saying by your lonesome. do all your dirt by your lonesome. Because if someone day. says all you got to do is. You going to jail <laughs> If someone says All we gotta do is Y'all going to jail Can we talk about The street code Like like where did it come from Why do we oh, fight Marta. so hard To stand stand by it Like okay, so If you're innocent Why why take the heat For someone else Like I just innocent. want to Some of these guys The majority of you guys Are you. not innocent let, let, let's, let's get out of Thug's case In general okay. The street code of Don't, sti- don't like, snitch like, like for instance Lil' Kim She didn't snitch And she did her bid And she came back why is there so much honor in that? Is, is where I'm lost at. Like, I, why? Mean, I believe. Okay, so I'm not trying to speak for the streets because I am the first thing from the streets. Uh, I do want to praise the people who kept me out of the streets. They were in the streets. We don't so condone streets. I don't condone uh, any street activity. I do praise the people that were that trained me not to be in the streets because they saw something in me that was like, you know, you don't want to do this anyway. I say that to say. If you're going to get into that lifestyle, I believe it's a lifestyle code of ethics. I don't know, but all I know is if you d- decide to partake in that lifestyle, you have to also deal with the repercussions that come with that lifestyle. And that part of it is not telling. You know, they changed the game with a RICO charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That means if one person do something and you associated with that person, with that group, they'll arrest everyone under that imprint. It's literally all for one, get, one for all. To get... The person that they need They go hit everybody With the same amount of time And then Eventually it's gonna crumble I mean And, and as we say You know Speak on The street codes and, and, and stuff like that I mean the Rico Was made kinda for the mafia Because They would not break code In the mafia Like mm. you don't never tell You die before you tell And that's how you got Out of situations like that mm-hmm. By not telling yeah, so you so, think if no one would have said absolutely anything in Thug's case that all of this would have gone away? Maybe. Possibly. Damn. Potentially. <laughs> Imagine if no one said anything and they were like, you know what, man? Ain't nobody giving nothing up. We gotta let this man go. Well, speaking of the streets. Child. Um, I have a curveball <laughs> question of the day. This one comes from Waka the Flocka. Well, God bless you, right? Mm-hmm. You have to change your ways. You have to evolve. So in other words, once you ascend to a certain level, you got to leave that alone. Oh, yeah, I don't you, can't, that. you can't go back to the street. And I know, look, uh, I don't, you know, I, with, all, with all respect, how, why would I roll dice with somebody that ain't on my tax bracket? Why roll dice with somebody who not in my tax bracket? That's a bar. I'm trying to articulate this correctly. You know, as you elevate, you know, for some reason, we tend to always say, you know, then you, you got to pull some people up with you. But, and I think sometimes it's... I'm speaking on African American men. We we elevate a little bit, and we're expected to do so much when we don't even know how to. We don't even know financial literacy. We don't know how our credit works. We don't know how to support ourselves. 
But then as soon as we get a little bit of money, we're helping so many people to a point where it's going to make us broke. Mm. And then when we're broke, it's like, damn, nigga, why you broke? I was just trying to... And we don't have the right tools. We don't have the right knowledge. We don't have the right information to do so. And one thing I've learned over time is I see other cultures teaching financial literacy at such a young age to a point where I've seen 15-year-old other in other cultures have businesses have literacy to a point where they understand their credit they're building their credit by the time we're I, I didn't understand my credit until I was like 30 mm-hmm. I didn't know it was important I didn't care if, I didn't care because I wasn't told you know what I'm saying like no disrespect to my parents like my parents my dad did the best he could my mom did the best she could mm-hmm. but I didn't know any type of financial literacy until I was I was at least 29 Until you had to figure And I was at a disadvantage At that point I was at a 530 something mm-hmm. I didn't know that I can get a nice car With good credit Don't have to put No money down I'm always hustling Try to come up With a down payment Like I didn't know Any of that shit I didn't know about Shell companies I didn't know about Getting a business credit card And putting all Putting some debt On that shit Don't got I don't got no debt On my name Everything is under Ferrari's MSLC I didn't know I didn't know Any of that shit so if we don't know, how do you elevate? Well, you elevate by spreading information. So I think I think the future is bright for people that look like me um, because we have to spread the information as much as possible. But from what Waka Flocka is saying, um, yeah, man, you can't really be jeopardizing your safety when you elevate. Because when you elevate, bro, like... You have people depending on you. Look at Young Thug. Right. He was employing at least a hundred people. I'm not talking about the gang, gang, gang shit, whatever. He was employing other people, legitimate mm-hmm. businesses. He was employing people. He's in jail now. Those people now have to find other type of jobs. So you can't necessarily put yourself in those spaces when you're making money like that. What, what was the actual curveball question? Yeah, what was the question? Yeah. I kind of just, I just <laughs> went off that's of what... That's a good game for people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was going to um, ask, do you agree with that? Do you agree that, you know, once you make it to a certain level, you shouldn't be in the hood no more? Um, to build on Ferrari's statement, I think it's it's hard to get away from certain habits, right? Like when yeah. you grow up a certain way, yeah. you enjoy rolling dice. You still have some like-minded things with certain people and maybe you feel like the only people that relate to those things are the people from the hood that you yep. come from yep. I can understand that but what I don't understand is you not looking at the bigger picture I don't understand you trying to dissect oh I, I roll with these people because we like to shoot dice yeah they also like to kill people like and, and, and you know that too they also like to rob people and you know that too there's too much that you know yeah to just be stuck on the part of, of to just be stuck on the fun part yeah. oh it's fun being in the hood at 3am it's fun going to the, this type of strip club or hanging out with these types of people it's fun what about the parts of it that aren't fun I yeah. feel like that, those things should be on the forefront of your mind because of your new responsibilities your new success like I don't think it's smart that people try to negate the dangers of it because they just want to have fun that's where I think people get messed up at and um, it's unfortunate to piggyback on both of you you have something to lose now way more than you had before and those people don't yeah facts they're in the same spot you left them at and I mean there needs to be a lot more consideration for for things like that Um, takeoff did not have to did not have to die yeah he didn't have to die um, I mean, it's unfortunate. You even look at Nipsey Hussle. You know, the times that he was 
in the hood he was doing God's work and his life was still taken away and in a gruesome cruel type of way so you just have to understand that just because you make more money now or your blessings are different that does not mean that these people who are still in this hood mentality living in the hood are going to respect you anymore you just another lick you just another lick I think it's very important what you said that people should take away is just think about you know you you, you want to have fun but just also remember it's not fun for everybody yeah especially when bad things happen and they mad and there's another side to that yeah. they it's mad the fun side and it's the dangerous side yeah, yeah. Dangerous. like they they, they remember really when dangerous. you was down here broke with them and now you want to pull up in your nice car and your and your jewelry and, and oh you want to try to play me for my money like People don't feel good about themselves, let alone when somebody who they used to see as as an equal has surpassed them in their mind. Like, nah, it ain't safe. It's not safe. Stay away. And how many stories do we have to hear over and over and over and over again for you to realize that same hood, it might be a different hood, but it's the same shit wherever you go. Rappers tend to die in their hometown Mm -hmm. all the time. And, and I think, you know, it's just like, you know, thinking about like a Cardi B who, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. gets angry or, or uh, you know, feeds into the haters and they want her to pull up to the hood and she actually goes. I feel like, you know, you don't you don't got nothing to prove to these people. Not Thanks. at all. Not at all. You don't. You passed that, baby. Grammys, money, respect. You're having meetings with, with millionaires and billionaires. Like, you in a different league. You don't have nothing to prove to nobody who don't got nothing to lose. Stay paranoid. We'll be right back. Stay tuned with more of the Baller Alert Show. Everyone in our country has a voice. It's something that says not just where you come from, but who you are. Welcome to NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of podcasts and a celebration of the hosts in journalism who've always spoken truth to power. Our voices are as varied, nuanced, and dynamic as the Black experience. And stories should never be about us without us. Find NPR Black Stories, Black Truths on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. A lot of artists in general, people that are very creative, sometimes tend to overthink. That's one of my number one rules. Don't ever overthink. You can think ahead, but don't overthink. And what I mean by that is when they start to write a record, they're like, oh, that's not the line. Oh, that's not this. Oh, it's not that. And everybody has a creative process. I'm not knocking it. For me, I just let it flow. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Is it love? From the minute I met you, baby, I knew I wanted to marry you. Or is it... For the love of 
It's love versus money. They say you can't put a price tag on love. I love you, boo, but I need a band's too. On the Baller Alert Show. Back with the Baller Alert Show. Yeah. Happy New Year 2023. Uh. And they kicked it off just like this. We got love versus money. Come on. Yo Gotti and oh. Angela Simmons. Yeah, I've been waiting on this. I've been waiting on this couple. It's official, baby. Was that yes, the reveal? They, uh, they, I thought I was late. They scrubbed their Instagrams and just put each other on there. I like it. Hey, man. So that was the reveal. I'm not tripping. They no, that was the, the reveal. Okay, it's I saw love. it and I th- I thought it was just maybe a photo shoot. That was the certified stamp, I feel like. That was like. a stamp. He said, mm-hmm. yo, guy said, I ain't had this crush since high school. Baby. I ain't had a crush since high school. They she, she also cool. said in her story, this is the happiest I've ever been. How long had they been together? How When, when did it actually so, happen? What I was think, the first date? I think, what has he bought you? Girl, girl I feel ooh, I think, I think yo, guy been softening the palate for a little minute. It's right? years in the making. Yeah. Okay. He's been telling her. I think she probably thought it was some bullshit. I would have too. I, I you know, too. I just follow Angela Simmons. I got a crush on Angela Simmons. That was a long time ago. Now I think about it. That's what I'm saying. Years in the making. He really manifested this relationship. Yeah. And um. I mean, I think, think about it. If you're Angela Simmons, like for real, think about it. If you're Angela Simmons and you know, a, a rapper says he has a crush on you, are you really taking it seriously? Like, are you really going to be like, oh, let me, let me Initially, see probably about. no. Probably no. But Red Run daughter now. Like, come on now. Facts. But <laughs> I, okay, so to my answer, they're both in there. I think Yo Gotti's there for the love, for sure. Yeah. I think Angela Simmons is in there because, you know, as Yo Gotti and... She likes him. I don't think she likes him, likes him. I think he likes her more than she likes him. Mm. Didn't know they were together, but if I can tap back into my days. You took her to Paris, what, last month? If I could tap back into my days where, like, you know, where the hood guys were on me, I was like, oh, so impressed by it. Because it was like, you know, hood guys always love a, a good girl. They always love a good girl. So I was, I feel like that might be that dynamic. You know, he's a, a street savvy guy. He's also super business savvy. Later in his career. Very paid. Very, very paid. paid. You know, it's cool. Ready to settle down, possibly. He, You know, he, he definitely. Doesn't drink, doesn't smoke. He don't. Works out. Oh. Yeah, he's looking for. A queen to the to, to the, the throne, to the crown, to the it, throne. Man. I ain't even mad at it. I love it. I like it. I think they are both there for the love. I think if it was any other case, I think Angela would have taken advantage years ago. I really think that maybe he was doing his due diligence and like trying to get to know her, showing her a different side of him of himself, and they're together now. But Full I want to know press. how long, how long y'all been together to make a New Year's announcement like that? Three, three the to matching four months. outfits. A I mean, to have a man chase you for that long. Three to four That's months they've girl. been together. Where, I think they've been together three at? to four months. Come on, where they at? Where they at? It's 2023. Like, on, what you want? Oh, he, he manifested I got, that. I got two careers. <laughs> Go ahead. Say yourself. Go I ahead. pay off. Nah, fuck that. I ain't selling myself. You know what it is. You know what it is. <laughs> At underscore, underscore Sue Solo. Come find me, Zaddy. Come on, man. Okay, let's take yeah. a quick commercial break. Yeah. When we come back, hey, more with the Baller Show podcast. Fellas, shoot your shot at Sue. Go slide her DMs. Immediately. We'll be right back with more of the Baller Alert Show. Everyone in our country has a voice. It's something that says not just where you come from, but who you are. Welcome to NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of podcasts and a celebration of the hosts in journalism who've always spoken truth to power. Our voices are as varied, nuanced, and dynamic as the Black experience. And stories should never be about us without us. Find NPR Black Stories, Black Truths on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. A lot of artists in general, people that are very creative, sometimes tend to overthink. That's one of my number one rules. Don't ever overthink. You can think ahead, but don't overthink. And what I mean by that is when they start to write a record, they're like, oh, that's not the line. Oh, that's not this. Oh, it's not that. And everybody has a creative process. I'm not knocking it. For me, I just let it flow. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Message! It is time for Baller Mail. Dear Baller Alert, my lady and I just got back together after a recent breakup for about four months. I understand that. After getting back together, we both put it all on the table before deciding to take the relationship seriously moving forward. I slept with someone and she slept with someone in our four-month break. The person I slept with was a one-night thing and only happened once. The person she slept with was an ex and they slept together repeatedly. I'm having a hard time getting over that because it was an ex. What do you guys think? I think you need to get over it. Just get over it. Sex is sex. You over here adding adding body counts and she just recycled. It's okay. Nothing wrong with it. Get over it. If, y- if y'all are going to get back together, you have to let it go. No matter who it was, how many times y'all were on a break and y'all have decided to get back together for your own sanity, let it go. Mm-hmm. Same. Well, brother, what you did was the ultimate no-no. You had the highlight reel go off in your head, okay? She said she had sex with her ex multiple times. You started thinking about when she was giving him fellatio and he was putting his mouth on her. You know all that happened, brother. And you decided to take a back kiss her in the mouth. If that's what you want to do, <laughs> go ahead. But you can't complain if you decide to be with her. Just delete the highlight reel of her and her ex going back and forth if the ex I think the ex is probably bothering you because maybe he is in proximity to you so if that's going to be a problem my brother do not get in back do not get back in this relationship if you can't handle the fact that she went back and got a salad tossed Mm-mm. that's all I'm telling you bro do not get back in this relationship if you can't handle her getting her box eight and toe up from the flow up from her ex because you know they had passionate sex that's just what happens bro he wasn't supposed to be doing that she wasn't supposed to be doing that they decided to do some adult things and you couldn't handle it you a grown ass man deal with it or don't be with her end of discussion judge okay Time for some pep talk. Are you jealous? Get over it. OCT, who we got? For the pep talk today, I want to do something a little different. It's 2023, Jordan year, new Mm -hmm. year. I want to hear any uh, goals you have. You know, a lot of people 
this year I've noticed aren't doing resolutions, but they're setting goals. So I just, you know, want to hear from you all like any that. goals you may have. I like that, LCT. Um, so I realized that setting a goals list for me in this phase of my life is not beneficial. My one resolution is to grow and fix my relationship with God. I feel like anything that I could possibly think of will fall underneath my relationship with God. I can sit here and say, oh, I want to do this professionally and I want to do, I want to work out and all this stuff. But I feel that if I don't have the relationship that I want with the higher power, then all those things will just be things on a list. They're not going to be things that I'm actually working towards or achieving. So my only resolution this year is to fix my relationship with the higher power. That's, that's all I'm focusing on. Everything else will follow. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. Sue said that because I was going to, mine's is along the same lines, um, was to be a little bit more um, about me uh, spiritually and health wise. Um, I've been neglecting my body and my inner self because um, I've been accomplishing a lot of things and it's dope to accomplish things. And you know us, we're all entrepreneurs, serial entrepreneurs. We will accomplish something and then be like, all right, cool, what's next? Um, and I don't want to do that this year because um, I've been accomplishing so much. I want to accomplish getting to know my spirituality and, you know, being more there for my kids and my wife and my taking care of my health because um, it's been slowing me down a little bit, my health. And I'm, I'm starting to get, as I'm getting older, I'm, I'm almost 40, not 40 yet, won't be 40 this year, but uh, I'm getting there and I'm starting to pay attention to things not going wrong, but things are starting to need repairs and, you know, got to go to the doctor for this, cholesterol, got to watch my cholesterol, got to watch what I eat, all type of shit like that. So I definitely want to focus more on that and helping other people too. So um, I want to do that as much as possible. So that's my only goal, really, that's just to work, work, work and focus on that. Okay. Uh, for myself, I'm just going to carry over what I've been, you know, doing 2022. I was shaking very spiritually mm-hmm. uh, last year. So I really focused in on uh, mind, body, and spirit, just strengthening mm-hmm. all three. And um, I'm going to continue that in 2023. Amen. Amen. So, Everybody's two, getting right zero, with it. Two, three, uh, seven. Seven is the number of completion. And, um, uh, you know, what you started, you shall complete. Amen. Agreed. I love this for us, guys. No, facts. And I love it for Baller Nation. One time See you next Nation. time. Bye. Peace. Baller Alert. Can't get enough of Baller Alert? Follow us on all social media platforms at Baller Alert. Log on to BallerAlert.com. Everyone in our country has a voice. It's something that says not just where you come from, but who you are. Welcome to NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of podcasts and a celebration of the hosts in journalism who've always spoken truth to power. Our voices are as varied, nuanced, and dynamic as the Black experience, and stories should never be about us without us. Find NPR Black Stories, Black Truths on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis, mm-hmm. back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.